Broadcasting live across the great state of Montana, this is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. Oh, man, my goodness. I tell you what, Seth Dillon, CEO of the Babylon Bee in Billings, Montana last night, the headliner for the Billings Christian School Fundraising Banquet. Man, what a riot. That was great. What a great time. Uh, what, what I love, too, is he... Uh, he uh, had a like kind of like a not a PowerPoint, but if you say PowerPoint presentation, all of a sudden people start to go to sleep. It wasn't like a PowerPoint presentation, but he had he had pictures on the screen of some of the Babylon Bee's fulfilled prophecies. And the Babylon Bee, for those who don't know, is a satirical website. But uh, man, here they come up with these funny fake news headlines. And uh, how many times? Do their funny, satirical, fake news headlines end up coming true? And then you see real world headlines of the Babylon Bee uh, satirical headlines. And so he went through a few of those last night uh, as he uh, delivered a, a great speech at the at the Billings Christian School banquet. But but it was pretty funny. Um, he shared one of the uh, Babylon Bee fulfilled prophecies uh, when he joined us on Montana Talks back in December. They had a list of 100 100 fulfilled prophecies, 100 fake news headlines that ended up having real uh, world headlines uh, that, that came about. One of the ones he shared last night was about Gavin Newsom uh, being named the uh, top U-Haul salesperson in the country, California Governor Gavin Newsom. And it was so it was hilarious, you know, his photo of Gavin Newsom. And, and Seth Dillon, even he acknowledged, he's like, well, I understand you guys have had a few too many Californians moving in to montana and so, so anyway I had, I had to laugh because i had a friend who was there last night and yeah he uh he's a great guy great uh, great christian guy and great musician and and uh he uh finally got to the point where he was like man i gotta get my family we've got to escape california so i'm looking i'm looking in the back of the room and his wife's like pointing at him laughing as they talk about uh, people trying to get U-Hauls out of California because of how crazy California has gotten. So anyway, I was laughing. But, but yeah, then, then after Seth Dillon wrapped up, I was the MC for the event. And so I, I said, hey, true story. There's a guy in the room right now who could not get a U-Haul. In order to get a U-Haul to escape California when he fled California, he was going to have to spend like nine grand to get a U-Haul in California to get out of California. So he drove to Arizona or flew to Arizona, I think picked up a U-Haul in Arizona, drove this massive U-Haul uh, truck from from Arizona into California and then to, and then to get it get it out of California. Anyway, that's that's just how bad California has gotten under uh, under the Democrats and under Gavin Newsom and and the radical left <laughs> and so uh, so it was just hilarious. Uh, but, you know, of course, that Babylon B, you know, satirical headline about Gavin Newsom being named the top U-Haul salesperson. And then, of course, the story came out about uh, just just how well U-Haul was doing hauling people out of California. The other funny, uh, funny fulfilled prophecy was about masks and COVID masks. They had this Babylon B headline about uh, well, I'll get to that one next coming up after this, uh, plus a, a lot of other big stories to talk about here on Wednesday's Montana Talks. And we want to hear from you. Phone lines are open 406-294-0970, or you can message us on our Montana Talks app uh, throughout the morning as well. 
We first told you about this story two and a half months ago. The VA is using VA resources that should be going to veterans to instead process health care claims for illegal aliens. And the chairman of the Senate VA committee, liberal Senator John Tester, remains silent. Hey, there was a big Fox News story on that very topic. If you missed it, we've got that report and much more. Check it out. Go to MontanaTalks.com or download the Montana Talks app for your smartphone. You'll see it there. Serving the great state of Montana, from the peaks of the Beartooths to the banks of the Clark Fork River, this is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. Oh, man, it was pretty funny. I I don't think there was one mask in the room last night. You know, if, if, you, if you still see people wearing face masks, no, I get it. Sometimes there's elderly folks who are, you know, going through health challenges and they, you know, whether the mask helps or not, they'll, they'll wear them if they're, you know, you know, still going through a medical condition. So I get it. Look, if you're elderly and going through some health challenges, like, hey, hey, no judgment. But, man, if you see young, healthy people still wearing masks, you know it's a bunch of transgender activists or a bunch of anti-Semitic, anti-Jewish activists protesting against Israel or, you know, trying to uh, you know, launch a transurrection at a state capitol somewhere. If they're still wearing masks, that's why they're wearing them because it's their virtue signaling device. But anyway, a Babylon Bee prophecy fulfilled. They had a Babylon Bee headline. Uh, yeah, let me find the original one here. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Anyway, it was basically like study finds that, uh, people still wearing face masks are just super ugly. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, there was an actual headline that came out post COVID-19 still wear a face mask. Self-perceived facial attractiveness reduces Mask wearing intention, uh, be prophecy fulfilled. Study shows people who consider themselves attractive were more likely to ditch masks earlier. Anyway, that was a funny one because, you know, when, when he put up the original headline, you know, people who still wear face masks are just super ugly. <laughs> the crowd was laughing. And, and then he put up the actual report that came out that said, well, actually, uh, there's a study that backs that up. So yet another Babylon Bee satirical headline uh, that was proven to be true. Uh, back to the Ga California Governor Gavin Newsom thing. Uh, there's a headline that just came out here uh, uh, yesterday, uh, just came out last night. The California budget crisis is even worse than Gavin Newsom projected. A state watchdog is warning that the deficit in California could reach a record $73 billion, with a B, $73 billion uh, deficit. So the California budget crisis is even worse than Gavin Newsom projected. Uh, and yet, did you guys see this? Uh, Gavin Newsom, he's really, he's really trying to outdo uh, Vice President Kamala Harris. He is really trying to outdo her, uh, you know, because and, and, there's a lot of Democrats who think that for some reason Gavin Newsom could be a successful presidential candidate. Anyway, uh, RNC Research via Twitter uh, shared this clip of Gavin Newsom. And man, I tell you what, when, when you hear the word salad that comes out of Gavin Newsom's mouth talking about climate change, I call this speech technique. Well, it's, it, I don't know, I'm sure other people have called it that as well. But this speech technique, 
by Gavin Newsom. I think we can call it the full Kamala. We have agency. We can shape the future. The future is not just something to experience. It's something to manifest. It's our decisions, not conditions, that will determine the fate and future of this planet as it relates to the issue of climate. And I couldn't be more proud in the tradition that is this office going back decades and decades and decades to take that baton to continue to advance these partnerships globally because we understand that we are, you know, we recognize our own inadequacies. There's a humility here and grace as it relates to the world we're living in and a need to understand, not just to be understood in relationships to these partnerships, in relationship to uh, our people to people engagement. What did he just say there? What did he just say there? Yeah, that's that's known as the full Kamala. It's a speech technique. And I never did Toastmasters. I know I probably should, but I'm, I'm sure the, the Toastmasters will have it. Here's how to say nothing while pretending to say a lot. Uh, into the phone lines we go. Nancy and Roundup already on the phone lines. Good to hear from you, Nancy. Yeah, good morning, everyone. Uh, I just want to kind of pick up on a conversation we had Monday morning about uh, these NGOs bringing illegals into Billings and also in the, the whole state of Montana. I just want to say that I tried to make contact with the Lutheran, Lutheran churches and uh, with this uh, Nancy uh, Van Maren on Grand Avenue. I didn't get any response. And uh, what I'm going to suggest is that I think that there has to really be some blowback against these NGOs bringing them into our, our uh, state and also into uh, the city of Billings. And, Aaron, uh, maybe you and uh, your producer, Travis Lee, could consider con- trying to get in touch with the Lutheran churches and see what they have to say about this. I want to hear their side of the story, and I think that the people of Billings need to hear it and also um, ask some questions about why they want to do this. And also, I, I'm interested in these uh, the tax exemptions of these uh, NGOs. I think there needs to be a reassessment, and uh, I just don't think this is fair. And I'm very worried. I'm going to tell you why, because if we allow this to happen, um, and have a charter school and all this and that, other illegals are going to hear this, and they're going to swarm into Billings, and they're going to start camping out, wanting the same treatment. And I don't think that we should allow this to happen, because... I, I'm seeing so many problems. Well, even in Salt Lake City, Utah, Africans, oh, are they raising hell there now? But uh, I just think that we have to really start blowing back on this and, and uh, end it before it begins because uh, I think this is going to be like a snowball going down a mountainside. Oh, There's never going to be an answer. I think you're, I think you're exactly right. Yeah, I think you're exactly right. I think. Yeah, the more services you provide, the more you're, that you're going to try to encourage, you know, illegals or so-called refugees to move in. I, I did reach out. I've, I've offered up to like the folk uh, like so Nancy Van Maren that you mentioned uh, with the, uh, the the nonprofit that's trying to uh, that, that, that's bringing the refugees into Billings and said, hey, do you want to join us on the radio? Answer any questions. Talk to folks. Tell them why you're doing what you're doing. Um, now the Lutheran uh, so-called aid outfits, yeah, we should we should reach out to them to see if they want, or heck, if they're listening or, or one of their friends is listening, tell them to get a hold of us. Uh, but yeah, so far they haven't wanted to uh, take phone calls or questions. Uh, Good morning, everybody. It's time for your daybreak egg report. I'm Russell Nimitz, and thanks for being with us here on the Western Egg Network. Well, calving and lambing season has arrived on Colorado's west slope. Unfortunately for livestock producers, two collared wolves have also made their way into Moffat County. With more, here's our network's Rachel Gable. 
Colorado Parks and Wildlife confirmed the wolf pair's presence after the wolves made broad movements, leaving Route County and traveling into Moffat. Mike Camblin is a rancher near Maybell, and he said CPW did notify cattlemen in the area. They just wanted to let us know that there was wolves in, in Moffat County and that they would keep us updated. However, they did call Moffat County Cattlemen's, I believe, on Saturday, and Moffat County Cattlemen's actually told me before CPW told me. CPW's Northwest Region Public Information Officer, Rachel Gonzalez, said CPW continues to work with livestock producers to provide conflict mitigation techniques and education to the producers affected. CPW has announced a map to help producers prepare mitigation efforts that is released monthly and narrowed by watershed. The maps reflect data from the prior month. I think that uh, they're actually headed towards home, and I'd love to see them just keep going northwest, just head right on out of the state, but um, time will tell, I suppose, on that. Hamblin is the Northwest Colorado Board Representative for Colorado Cattlemen's Association. According to CPW, data points from the callers is collected every 16 hours, and that can be affected by weather and terrain. The next map update is expected February 28th. The wolves that have entered Moffat County are two of the 10 wolves captured in Oregon and released into Colorado as a result of a voter-mandated program. The Defense Post Magazine and Western Ag Network, I'm Rachel Gable. All right, thanks a lot, Rachel. Now keep in mind, in Moffat County alone, voters said no to wolves by a more than 5 to 1 margin. Stay with us. We'll have more Ag News right after this. Come join us at the Stevenson Angus Spring Production Sale on Sunday, March 3rd. The offering includes 92-year-old bulls, 120-yearling bulls, and 13 registered heifer calves. Bulls designed to improve performance, carcass, and maternal function. For the first time ever, the sale will be conducted at our new location in White Sulphur Springs, Montana. The sale is in person or broadcast live via the internet with CCI and Frontier Live Sale. Find us on Facebook or visit our website at stevensonangus.com. Energy costs in Montana have nearly doubled in the past four years. Hi, this is Randy Brown with Purelight Power. Don't be at the mercy of a utility company, and you can go solar and own your own power. Purelight is a local company that sources, designs, and installs solar energy systems, even for farms and ranches. To set up a no-cost, no-obligation consultation to see if you qualify for zero down and up to a $35,000 tax credit, call me at 406-694-4949. That's 406-694-4949. Well, as the American Lamb Board seeks out new partnerships to help promote the benefits of American lamb, partnering with America's largest online cooking school, Homemade, just makes sense. Founded in 2020 by nationally recognized and Seattle chef Joel Gamaran, Homemade got its start during COVID with free online live cooking classes for home chefs. Now, the new partnership with the Lamb Board kicked off last week with the first live online American lamb cooking class, Date Night Lamb Chops, which, by the way, is now available on demand at homemadecooking.com. At the end of the day, it's expected to receive more than 300,000 views. Another great example of lamb checkoff dollars at work. For the Western Egg Network, I'm Russell Nimitz. This is where Montana talks. Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. 
Oh, man, this is a really funny message here from Tom and Billings that just came in. Uh, hey, first, though, uh, you know, since we just heard the farm and ranch report there from our, our friend Russell Mimitz with the Western Egg Network. Hey, last Friday, if you guys missed it, uh, this past Friday, we had uh, the Montana Agro Women on the show and, and we had the national president for the American Agro Women uh, join us in studio on Friday's show. Had a great, great conversation, great chat. Uh, and so if you missed that, uh, that's on our, our Friday 9 o'clock hour Montana Talks podcast. You can find it on the app or go to montanatalks.com. Uh, but last night at the uh, Billings Christian School fundraiser with Seth Dillon from the Babylon Bee, uh, ran into Representative Carrie Seekins Crow, a uh, state legislator, and uh, she said she... She was at the uh, the Agro Women event on Saturday. It was incredible. Great group of of, of women, of course. So so any of you Agro Women out there, it definitely, if you're not involved with the Montana Agro Women yet, uh, if check it out. Get get involved. It's a great group, and they're doing some great things. Uh, and then I, I saw Representative Carrie Seekins Crow. She was at the event on Saturday for the Adaptive Performance Center as well. We got to hear from the uh, comedian and wounded warrior Bobby he- uh, Bobby Henline, and he was just hysterical as well. So it's been a few days of of some great comedy, uh, which is good because man, there's a lot of crazy stuff going on in this world. So uh, laughter is a good thing, uh, that's for sure. Uh, anyway, I was I was talking about uh, California Governor Gavin Newsom, and you know the Democrats are are hoping that he is the guy to replace Joe Biden on the ticket. Tom and Billings, this is funny. A President Newsom will help stop the decline in California population to other states. So Tom and Billings have said, "Hey, he's getting, if Newsom is president, you know, as governor, Newsom has has been destroying California. All these people have been fleeing to all these other states. But, but, but Tom is saying, if he becomes the president of the United States, Newsom will stop that. He will stop this decline in, in population loss from California. <laughs> and here's why: there won't be anywhere to go because uh, the whole country will will be a, an even greater mess. Uh, Tom, thanks for that message. Good to hear from you. Uh, let's see." Uh, we got a couple other messages that came in. Uh, let's. Oh, yesterday. Uh, and, and let's see, Bill. I think Bill in Miles City. Sorry, I didn't get this one out live on the air, uh, but I think he was responding to Francis in Big Fork. Uh, Aaron, I'm listening to you talk about the Montana Supreme Court races in the upcoming election, and I know I'm not the only one with the issue of finding out how they lean politically. Any help you can provide in the coming months would be helpful to myself and to others. Too many times the voters are duped by false ads, so it would be great to have a site to go to that is not hard to find. And, of course, hearing your opinion on the matter. And, of course, John Jackson's also. Uh, Bill, thanks for that message. Corey Swanson, uh, I believe he just officially filed the paperwork yesterday to run for Chief Justice of the Montana Supreme Court. Iraq War veteran, uh, Broadwater County attorney, uh, great guy, great family. Um, he's the guy to vote for there. And then Dan Wilson, the judge at a callous spell, is the other uh, the other race, the guy to vote for there. Fox News, and I'm Chris Foster. James Biden answers questions behind closed doors this morning for House Republicans investigating his brother, President Biden. Fox's Brooke Singman. Today's testimony will focus on a $200,000 check given to Joe Biden from James on March 1st, 2018. It was labeled loan repayment. That same day, James received a $200,000 payment from AmeriCorps given to him for his consulting work despite having no experience in the healthcare industry. AmeriCorps is a now bankrupt rural hospital chain. The man who pulled his gun first during an argument in 
shooting at the Kansas City Chiefs Super Bowl parade tells police he was just being stupid. Lindell Mays and Dominic Miller are charged with murder. While we're not there yet on every single individual, we're going to get there. Prosecutor Jean Peters Baker, one woman died. Another 22 people, including 12 children, were wounded during the shooting at the parade. America's listening to Fox News. Yeah, we had another message from the Disney family in Libby, Montana, yesterday as well, kind of saying the same thing. Hey, can we get more information out there on these Supreme Court candidates? And yeah, so I'll 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 do another write up for our Montana Talks website. I, I know I've done at least one, if not a couple, in the past. Um, so uh, yeah, to, to get out the information that yeah, Dan Wilson uh, and Corey Swanson, those are the two candidates who share your values. Uh, and more importantly, they're just going to bring fairness and justice back to the Montana Supreme Court or, or, or work to anyway, compared to this liberal uh, mob that we've got running the Montana Supreme Court right now. And so but but I would also say this, like I can put an article on our website and yeah, that information will get out and, and I can mention it. But I, th- I think what people are really saying is they want to hear continued um, messages and really, that's what you need. You need to get continued message out there. Why do you think businesses buy advertising? They buy advertising because you can't just say it once. You have to say it over and over again. You have to remind people that you're here. You have to remind people what you do. You have to remind people what makes you stand out. That's why that's why businesses buy advertising, so they can continually re- remind and not only attract new customers, but remind their existing customers, hey, remember us? We're here. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I got to go get this thing. And yeah, yeah, I almost forgot about those guys, right? Or it's top of mind. S- same thing when it comes to elections. Like what I think what people are really saying is, hey, people, if you can, if you've got the financial means to do so, reach into your pocket and donate to these Supreme Court candidates. Donate to Corey Swanson. Donate to Dan Wilson. Uh, the Office of Public Instruction. Uh, I see Susie Hedlund is a name that's been standing out here recently. Another Broadwater County uh, connection there. Um, she's the superintendent of the uh, Townsend School District. She dropped by our studios a, a while back. Uh, she filed uh, to run for uh, as a Republican for the superintendent of public instruction. The Democrats are raising a bunch of money for the Democrat candidate in that race because they got the they got the radical uh, government employees union in their back pocket raising money. So so reach into your pocket and give money to Susie Hedlund's campaign. She just got endorsed by Congressman Ryan Zinke. I believe she's been endorsed by Governor Greg Gianforte, if not many more. And so. Uh, SusieForSchools.com is her website apparently here, but but uh, contribute to to Corey Swanson and Dan Wilson's Supreme Court races so that they then have the resources to tell people who they are and to remind people who the candidates are to vote for. You know, these Democrat mega donors are going to come in with these phony fake ads as we get closer to the election cycle and and people are going to be sitting back saying oh, how come we're not hearing from the conservative candidates or the or the the at least the fair candidates though well you've got to have campaign resources to do that to get that message out there so so yeah we'll talk about it on the radio and we'll you know do stories on our website but you know facebook is going to throttle the heck out of that they're not going to want people to see the stories on our websites which, again, this isn't just a shameless plug, but Facebook isn't going to want you to see our content. So you've got to download our apps so you can get it uh, yourself. So 
talking about the issues that matter to Montana statewide. This is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. Oh, man, we had a ton of fun. If you guys missed uh, the, some of you early risers, if you missed the uh, later hours of the show yesterday, we had John Jackson, the Joker, from Twitter with us for a couple of hours. And, man, it was, it was you know, you never know what we're going to talk about. But but all of a sudden, we've got, uh, we had uh, the mighty human Z calling in from Michigan and, you know, he was uh, he, he was calling uh, Lindsey Graham Aunt B. Then we were talking about Opie. We were talking about the Andy Griffith show. And then somebody else called in later. I think it was Grandpa Lou maybe out of, out of Billings who called in later. And it was right before our, our 950 uh, quick uh, commercial break. And, and during that, that two-minute commercial break, you know, our Travis comes into the studio, John the Joker's in here, and we're all whistling the Andy Griffith theme song, you know. Yeah, it was it was just hysterical. So then we play the official theme song on the radio, and and uh, and, and I was just I was just imagining uh, these people in all these various places across Montana that were listening to the radio that were probably doing the same exact thing that we were doing. You know, maybe they were driving down I ninety, or maybe they were sitting in a in a bank office building somewhere. Maybe they were out in a pickup checking on cattle. I, you know, who knows what. But but they were whistling that theme song the moment that that the show got referenced. Uh, anyway, we had a great message from Shelly, and I I didn't see which town Shelly was listening in, but Shelly said she was sipping a cup of coffee in the kitchen while doing dishes and whistling the Andy Griffith tune. Uh, so anyway, that was a great message that we got right after the show. Did did any of you do the same thing? Did you start whistling? Where were you? What were you doing? If you started whistling the Andy Griffith. Uh, theme song yesterday uh, morning on the show. Send us a message on the Montana Talks app, or you can call in. We got the phone lines open right now, four zero six two nine four zero nine seventy. And then there was a uh, a Slim Pickens reference. There was a Slim Pickens reference. I think John was was using a a quote, or actually no, it was Tim and Billings who called in. Tim and Billings had called in and was was talking about blazing saddles. And so anyway, uh, Kelly in Glasgow sent us a great message after that. Well, he sent us a couple of great messages. First off, Kelly in Glasgow, he worked at the Glasgow Courier back in the day when my grandpa was the publisher there. So I was I was talking about how, uh, how you know, when I was a baby, my mom told me this, and I confirmed it with her yesterday. She told me when I was a baby that, that I, before I spoke words, before I could say words, that, that I whistled the Andy Griffith theme song. You know, because, you know, uh, my dad would watch it all the time and grandpa would watch it. My dad was a big whistler. My grandpa was a big whistler. And so she told me that when I was a baby, I actually whistled the Andy Griffith theme song before I learned how to talk. And so Kelly in Glasgow, he shared a great story about how, you know, uh, my my grandpa would be whistling throughout the Glasgow career. And and sometimes Kelly said, uh, sometimes I think he would whistle as he walked back towards the uh, printing presses kind of as a warning to let us know that he was coming so that we we better clean things up we better look busy we better look like we're working hard so it was kind of his warning that he was coming around the corner uh and then he shared another one here kelly in glasgow who's got the uh, the buzz uh nightly news publication up there he says i had the wonderful opportunity to meet slim pickens he and the glasgow veterinarian uh marty is it connell or marty connell uh were good friends I got to drive around the countryside for a couple of hours back in the late 70s when Slim was in Glasgow 
What a great time that was. Slim was just like he was in the movies. We almost lost a $100 cart. So I, I emailed Kelly back. I'm hoping he's got pictures of that. That'd be cool to see some photos from uh, Slim Pickens in northeast Montana back in the 70s. All right, uh, let's get into the uh, big news of the day. President Trump uh, did a town hall with Laura Ingram on Fox News last night. Uh, now, he talked about this absurd uh, $355 million judgment against him from that liberal judge in New York City. I want to play that clip for you. But first, let's start here. If Donald Trump is president again, is he going to take revenge? Some of you are thinking, well, for Pete's sake, he sure should because we need to clean out the, the deep state that's been abusing their powers to target their political opponents and spy on their political enemies and, and, and all the destruction that they've caused in America. But listen to what Trump says about revenge. Mr. President, our country is so divided right now. I know you have suffered endless attacks, no doubt. But how can you assure independent and undecided voters that your focus as president will be on improving the state of our country and not settling those old scores? <laughs> it's just a question of I said, look, I did it before. We had a great four years, especially before that very last part where COVID came in. And we did a great job there. We've been given great uh, marks on the economy and on the military and on foreign affairs. But never got the credit we should have gotten in that. We did something amazing. And the stock market was higher in the end. But just before the China, I call it the China virus because I like to be accurate, came in to, onto our shores. We had the greatest economy in the history of the world, even going up to the end. But this period of time, and it was success. Successful is the word I'm using to answer your question. We had such success in history. Some of your favorite pulses like McLaughlin and Fabrizio, I met them the day before I heard the word COVID or pandemic. The day before, and we we're talking about the next election coming up, they said, sir, if Abraham Lincoln and George Washington came back from the dead, they couldn't beat you. We had the greatest economy ever. And the people, let's call them on the left and far left, were calling me. We want to get together. I've never seen anything like it. I said, do you believe this? Everybody was happy. African-American, Asian-American, Hispanic-American. We're going to get and by the way, when you, look at, when you look at the poll numbers today with African-American, Hispanic-American, we're doing better than any But the question about score settling, a lot, a lot of women, you know, they don't, a lot of women voters, they don't like the name calling. They don't like the score settling. They just, they love your policies. And they just want Trump's policies, maybe not so much of the other stuff. So I think that's what the, the question, well, no, if but, you don't mind my asking, I think that's what she's getting Well, but, I, but also you want to say, how do you get together? We're going to get together through success. When this country, the country was at a level that we've never, we had the best employment numbers in history. Everything was good. And this country was coming together. Then we got hit with COVID. But this country came together. Uh, I don't care about the revenge thing. I know they usually, usually use the word revenge. Will there be revenge? Uh, my revenge will be success. All right. Hey, by the way, speaking of COVID, speaking of the coronavirus, speaking of COVID-19, did you guys hear, did you guys hear this news story? I think we briefly mentioned it yesterday on the show. Let me sneak that one in here before we get to another town hall uh, clip for you. A major study from the Global Vaccine Data Network in New Zealand 
sheds light on some rare health complications related to the COVID-19 vaccine. COVID vaccines are linked to higher occurrences of certain disorders, according to the largest study so far, with data from 99 million vaccinated individuals globally. Researchers found small increases in brain and heart disorders, such as myocarditis, among those who gotten mRNA shots. Those who took the viral vector vaccine seemed at increased risk of pericarditis and the autoimmune disorder Guillain-Barre syndrome. Scientists also saw a greater risk of developing neurological disorder, acute disseminated encephalomyelitis. Experts, though, say the risk of COVID infection greatly outweigh any from getting inoculated. Lillian Wu, Fox News. Okay, on that last part, uh, the risk of COVID uh, infection outweighs Guillain-Barre syndrome, uh, pericarditis, myocarditis, uh, other uh, brain issues. Okay, well, not for a lot of younger, healthier people which is exactly why that thing should have never been forced onto people. Look, we, we said it from day one. Look, we're glad it's available for those who want it, for those who feel like it can help them. But there's no way, and you know what, they should be forcing this on people, especially young, healthy people, when they're putting them at risk to these other things, when they're not really at risk to, to the coronavirus. But see, Democrats, they wanted to destroy our economy. They wanted to lock down America. They wanted to use the power to take more power. They wanted to bring this country down so that they could take it over. That's exactly what they did. And then they interfered in the elections and, and so much more throughout election security measures and so much more. Uh, all right, let's see. Um, what about this uh, judgment against uh, against Trump, the $355 million so-called civil fraud ruling from this uh, this fraudulent judge in New York City. Uh, I'll get to that here coming up uh, coming up after the break, uh, coming up after the uh, the Hannity commentary that we've got for you and much more. Uh, plus, Vivek Ramaswamy uh, weighed in and gave reaction to the Trump town hall last night as well. Uh, let's see. I've got about 30 seconds to go. Ah, I thought I could sneak in one more quick little thing here. Coming up in the 7 o'clock hour, uh, let's see, uh, Navy SEAL veteran Republican U.S. Senate candidate Tim Sheehy was on uh, Fox and Friends calling out liberal Senator John Tester. I want to share that with you. Plus, some of the the newest uh, campaign ads that are out, Americans for Prosperity going after Tester, the NRSC going after Tester. We'll tell you what uh, both of them have to say in, the, in these new ads. Your morning cup of Sean. This is the Sean Hannity Morning Minute. New York State Democrats are pushing to put Biden's illegals on the public payroll. You can't make this up. Now New York is considering relaxing qualifications for thousands of jobs for the purpose of hiring illegal immigrants that have well, that will have legal work status in the U.S. The governor, Kathy Hochul, has touted identifying over 40,000 open positions by employers in the state willing to hire illegal immigrants. By the way, what does this do to the price of labor? If you include, if you include such a large number of people in the labor force, what do you think is going to happen to wages? What about Americans that want higher paying jobs? Now they're going to be competing with people that will work for minimum wage? The conservative underground meets later today on the Sean Hannity Show. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well... 
trying to find a needle in a haystack. Sure, you can post your job to some job board, but then all you can do is hope the right person comes along, which is why you should try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. Its powerful technology identifies people with the right experience and actively invites them to apply to your job. You get qualified candidates fast. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you what you're looking for. The needle in the haystack. Four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. ZipRecruiter. The smartest way to hire. And right now, you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free. Just go to this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter.com slash free. Brought to you from the Montana Hot Spring Spas and Saunas Live Well, Feel Better Studio. This is where Montana talks. Montana talks with Aaron Flint. All right. Uh, I do want to play this uh, clip from President Trump's town hall with Laura Ingram on Fox last night. Uh, but let's uh, sneak in a phone call here first. Steve in Ballantyne. Steve, thanks for the call. What's going on? Morning, Aaron. Morning. Oh, I just listened to the, the uh, you know, Hannity doing his thing on the on the news thing or whatever. Saying that uh, New York's going to, you know, try to do this, uh, employ forty thousand illegals. You know, that's what's wrong with in this country, Aaron. People don't know the numbers. It takes a thousand thousands to just equal one million dollars. Okay, so forty is a long ways from the end of a thousand. Okay, she's going to employ once employ forty thousand. It, like I said, you know, it takes thousands, thousands to make one million, and there's nine million of them in this country. That's not, that's just a drop in the bucket. I mean, that's just there's just nothing. Forty thousand is nothing to nine million. That's a that's a really good point. Yeah, I, I saw. I forget where I saw this or who made this point, but the the number of illegal aliens that Joe Biden and John Tester have allowed into this country that we know about, right? Is is higher than the population of thirty six states? I mean, that's exactly. it's just crazy, right? Yeah. So your so your point is like, okay, New York says we're going to employ forty thousand illegal aliens. Uh, yeah. What about the other uh, eight million? Blah blah blah. Or you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, that's that's nothing. That is a a complete drop in the bucket. And 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 how many of these illegal aliens uh, are are already uh, robbing people and stabbing people? And I mean, we just saw another video out of New York where they're they're fighting cops again. You've got the illegal aliens attacking police officers in New York City once again. I I mean, uh, this is Joe Biden and John Tester's America. Well, you, you know, you know, it's just like when they when they're going to do a trillion, you know, another trillion dollars. If you took everyone in the state of Montana driving up and down the roads in the cities, you took everyone in the state of Montana and handed a million dollars to them, that's a trillion dollars. It's crazy. It's crazy. Steve, thanks for calling in. Great point. Uh, President Trump speaking in New York. Here's what he had to say about that liberal judge uh, interfering in our elections and, and uh, persecuting Trump. It is a form of Navalny. It is a form of uh, communism or fascism. Uh, the guy's a nut job. I've known this for a long time and I've said it openly. 
Uh, no jury, no anything. Uh, Letitia James's horrible attorney general in New York campaigned on I will get Trump, I will get Trump. We went through a trial. It turned out we're totally innocent on everything. And he fined me $355 million plus interest and other things. 355. And what we did, in fact, my, my financial statements were conservative. Everybody made money. There was no victim. The bank gets up and says, we love this guy. I mean, they, they love him. They paid back the loans. 100%. No defaults, no anything. The bank asked me to, you know, banks lend money. That's how they make money. They asked me, would I borrow some money? They asked me. I didn't need the money. I had a lot of cash. And what happens is this guy ruled that I was guilty before the trial started. He didn't even know anything about it. He ruled that a house in Florida called Mar-a-Lago is worth $18 million when it's worth from 50 to 100 times that. Would you give up one of your properties to, well, to you know, settle this? Up, look, we have, you know, I wrote this out because it was, so, it was so great. I just looked at it. People call up, all of your friends, the lawyers call up. They say, it's the most egregious punishment anybody's ever seen. Tim Scott knows that. He sees it. The Eighth Amendment. Excessive bail shall not be required, nor excessive fines imposed, nor cruel and unusual punishment inflicted. That's the Eighth Amendment. Yeah, but of course, their uh, their first commandment for these uh, liberal lawless leftists is go after Trump. Go after Trump. But they're not just going after Trump. They're going after you. They're going to get after peaceful pro-life protesters. Uh, anyway, uh, Vivek Ramaswamy had some great remarks last night. Uh, I think he was on, uh, was, it, was it Jesse Waters' program he was on last night? But anyway, he had a, a, a great response and reaction to the, uh, the Trump town hall on Fox last night as well. Uh, we'll get to that coming up here in the 7 o'clock hour of the show, plus some of the latest ads in the U.S. Senate race going after Tester.